0: Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Radio.
1: Well, good evening, good evening, good evening, my Blog Talk listeners. Thank you for joining us tonight on this uh, last Monday night in the month of October. We hope that you have had a wonderful, wonderful day. You are listening to My Sister, My Friend, an Internet show here to undergird, uplift, and encourage all our women. We're here to provide information and resources for those women in need of assistance. Our mission statement is to give women a voice to express their femininity in a godly arena. And our vision is to be a sounding board for women from all walks of life, locally, nationally, and internationally. Again, I say thank you for joining us. We have tonight, our our topic is going to be on health concerns of our women, and we have a nurse online tonight with us who will be discussing some issues so if you want to call in at 310-982-4126 and ask questions feel free to do so we have our president of greenwich place miss
2: beverly beverly say hello Hello, everyone. I hope that just something will be said or done today that will encourage you and uplift you, and it's exciting to have um, Mother McCoy on on the line with us. Uh, So call in, people. We need to talk, 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 talk. And love, 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 love.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much. Well, as I stated, Uh, We have Mary on the line tonight who will be discussing issues of women health-wise. So, Mary, go ahead and say hello to our listening audience.
0: Hello to the listening audience. My name is Mary McRae, and I am a registered nurse. I've been a nurse now for about 40 years, and I uh, have worked in various areas of nursing, and I believe that that is my calling. I know that it's my calling, and I just enjoy what I do to the utmost. So we're just excited about tonight, and hopefully we can uh, cover some topics and share information that will be able to help you to live a just a well, wholesome life. I, I think about it. The the scripture when Jesus said, I come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. And I believe that God is interested in the total person. And so we're going to be talking about that tonight and and covering some health issues that affect women.
1: All right. Thank you so much for that introduction. I see my co-host has joined us tonight. Uh, Pastor Henderson, would you go ahead and say hello to our listening audience before we get started? Hello, listening audience. Forgive me for my delay. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We do appreciate yeah. your time. We know that you have a very busy woman, and you'll get to tell us about that a little later, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So, uh, Mary, why don't you go ahead and tell us um, what is your main um uh, position now. What do you do as a nurse uh, where you are today?
0: Well, I uh, I do a lot of patient teaching, and I honestly, truly, truly believe that power uh, is power. That when you're in, when you are knowledgeable about a situation, it it empowers you. And so I, we do a lot of patient teaching about various disease processes, how to manage the disease, and just how to take care of yourself uh, so that you can be well and live a, a just a, a happy, full life. And so patient education is very important to me.
1: Amen. So what is the main um Disease processes or issues that you see most commonly in our female society today.
0: Well, there are uh, a lot of um, uh, disease processes. A, a big one, the, the one that stands out, I think, in America is cardiovascular disease, which includes hypertension, and um, that's that's just a a, a a big topic. High blood pressure. Um, it uh, it can affect so many organs of the body. High blood pressure can cause you to lose your eyesight. High blood pressure can cause you to have a stroke. It can affect your heart. And it can really destroy your kidneys. Um, it, it is When it's not managed, your blood pressure can really be very harmful and damaging to your body, and uh, a lot of times uh, uh, we just kind of let it go, and I've heard people say, well, my blood pressure is up a little bit, and, and they act like they really don't worry about it, but when your blood pressure is up, it is affecting the vessels in your heart. It, it's, it's what we call insidious. It's a It's a slow, long-acting process, but it keeps working at that vessel and slowly working at that vessel until the vessel breaks down. And so it's so very important to keep your blood pressure under control, uh, check your blood pressure. Uh, uh, People that are hypertensive really should check their blood pressure every day. You should want to know what your blood pressure is. And there are so many ways that you can... Uh, manage your blood pressure along with whatever regimen your doctor gives you to help keep your blood pressure under control. Uh, Healthy living, uh, eating right, exercise, weight. Uh, If you're overweight, that affects your um, blood pressure as well. And so it is so important to just to eat right, exercise, uh, follow up with your physician, uh, with your physical exam, um and just really
1: take care of the temple that God has given you. Wonderful. Now I wanted to kinda of elaborate a little bit on that uh that blood pressure uh can you tell us a little bit about a reading that that uh well I you know, I come from a medical background, so can you tell the listening audience about uh, that top number, the systolic and the dystolic, I think that's the way you pronounce it, um yeah. readings that you get.
0: Well, um, the, the the
1: blood pressure has two readings. It, it has
0: the systolic, which is the top number, and the diastolic, which is the the lower number, the bottom number. And um, the most important of those numbers are is the lower number because that that last reading is uh, the reading of the pressure of the blood going through the vessels when your heart is at rest. And so uh, high blood pressure now, hypertensive, anything, uh, some people even begin to look at, at 185 now as uh, uh, being uh, right at hypertensive or prehypertensive. but anything 90 or greater is just really too high for that uh, uh, bottom number, that lower number to be. Um, a, a lot of times, um, just plain old rest, just to relax and rest will help lower your blood pressure. Uh, Not only, I I remember many years ago, uh, we had a patient come in the hospital and and they hospitalized her because her blood pressure was so high. And the doctor said, what we want her to do is just to cut the lights out, no visitors, just rest. And just within a matter of hours of laying there resting quietly, you could see her blood pressure coming down. Stress has a big impact on our blood pressure. A lot of times, we're so used to living fast, stressful lives to stress to some of us is just normal. It's just a normal way of life. But what may be normal way of life is impacting your body, and so it's affecting your blood pressure. And so that that uh, the the bottom number should really you should really pay attention to that. Um, You know, blood pressure depends upon age and men and women, but I guess you could say uh, a blood pressure of 120 over 70 would be um, a good blood pressure. But um, sometimes uh, the men will have a little higher blood pressure, and it's because of body size and body weight and all that. But if the the bottom number gets uh, 90 or above, then um, the doctor usually gets concerned about that. If that top number gets over uh, 159, the doctor becomes concerned about that because that pressure is just too um, it's just too hard on the vessels. It it it, it's, it may not react that day, but if it keeps rushing and keeps flowing at that rate, it's going to eventually break those vessels down.
1: Okay, so that weakens the uh, heart vessel the the vessels to the heart on. Um, pushing the blood flow through the heart, right? What
0: what uh what high what high pressure what high blood pressure does it affects the it, you think about it, it said the pressure, the flow of it, it affects the vessels because I'm trying to, I was trying to think of a, a real simple way to explain that. It's almost like if you had um um a water hose and, uh, and you've had your water running through that, if it's running at a slow rate, and if you have a little break in that hose, you probably won't see but a little dribble. But when the, when you turn that pressure up uh, high on that fountain and the water starts to run through at a faster rate, then you can see that the water's kind of coming through that little break. It, it's a, a higher stream. And it's because that slow pressure has uh, increased. And that's the way it is with our bodies. When the pressure increases, it affects our bodies. And uh, a stroke. A lot of people have, um, and, and especially when you get older, you have hardening of the arteries and stuff like that. And and with high blood pressure, that is not good because the pressure is going through those vessels at a very strong rate, and it can easily burst or have a stroke. So it is just so important. High blood pressure is just a biggie for me. I, I every and and it's very prominent, especially in the African-American race. It's just very prominent. And and, and so I'm always checking blood pressures, doing talks on uh, blood pressure, keeping your blood pressure under control. Uh, And and I have to say this also. A lot of times we eat too much salt. Lashonda, salt can cause your blood pressure to go up as well. But a lot of times, what well, we do, well not a lot of times most times we fail to manage our blood pressure well, that's that's the problem that we have, I've seen people that have had strokes that didn't have to have the stroke and it's just because they failed to manage their blood pressure they didn't take their medicines and uh, a lot of people just don't take their medicines, they eat whatever they want to eat they, they don't wash the salt and that really affects the blood pressure i just okay. like to share this with the audience, and this is a, a true story. Uh, for many years in my church, I've, I've, I've done um, little health seminars, and I, I check blood pressures. We, we talk about all health issues at the church because I have seen over the years so many people that have been uh, suffering from various diseases that really didn't have to, to be in that state that they were in. If only they had taken care of themselves. It was one deacon that had come to see my dad who was recovering from a heart attack, and he was over and he wasn't feeling well. And uh, I checked his blood pressure while he was over there visiting with my dad, and his blood pressure was so high. And I said, your blood pressure is so high, you need to go to the emergency room right now. And his wife said, you know what, Uh, I'm going to take him home and give him some vinegar water because that's going to get his blood pressure down. And she took him home and gave him the vinegar water or whatever, and uh, a couple of days after that he had a stroke, and for the rest of his life, he he, 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 he drugged the right side of his body. He, he really couldn't move his arm up, and he kind of drugged that leg. he could walk but it kind of slide you know just beside, and he, he couldn't just lift it up to walk. And I thought, you know he did not have, that did not have to happen to him. But it's because sure. of home remedies. A lot of people will try home remedies rather than going by the medical plan that the doctor has given. They'll try home remedies. And, and that, that home remedies will not work. And I believe that the Lord has given us the uh, information and he's made it available for us, and we should use that information to make our bodies healthier. Our bodies are the temple wherein the Holy Spirit lives. And we should take care of our bodies. And and, 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 and and praise God through the health in our bodies. Meaning, this is the body that God has given me, this is the body whereby the Holy Spirit lives, and I want to take care of this temple.
1: Wonderful. No, um, I noticed you said something about a stroke. Can you give a little definition of what a stroke is to our listening audience, so they will understand uh, what's the difference between heart attack and stroke?
0: Okay, usually with a stroke, there is a rupture. I guess that's just a really um, a simple way of saying it. It's when the when you have like um, uh, it can be due to a blockage, or it can be due to um, a hardened vessel, or that just uh, where you have A, 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 a rupture um, And a stroke Is a very serious thing as well uh, And it's good To to know the signs And symptoms of stroke um, Most patients um, That have Strokes um, some, uh, some of the complaints That you can hear that they complain of is Some of them will say oh I'm so dizzy Some of them will talk about Vision change Some of them their speech will start to slur. Their speech will slur. They're talking, but it doesn't come through clear. And you can even ask them to smile, and the face, the facial, uh, it, it doesn't have an uh, even smile. It, it, it kind of, it's kind of slanted up uh, up like. And um, also, they have problems sometimes with stroke moving uh, moving the arm. You say, can you raise your arm? They can't raise the arm. One of the big complaints uh, mostly is numbness of the extremities. Like my arm feels numb all the way down. Those are early signs of stroke. And um, the, the the best outcome to that is prompt reaction. You have to get on it right away. I believe they said you have to get it within a, like a hour period. They have medicines and stuff that they can give, especially if there's a clot involved or they can break that clot up and you don't even have to suffer the side effects. The sooner you can get to the hospital and be treated, the better the outcome is going to be. But before that stroke even happens, and it's related uh, to the blood pressure stuff, is to never walk down that aisle because you can keep your blood pressure under control and manage your blood pressure and you don't have to some of those outcomes, uh, uh, situations involving in the stroke. But a stroke is, a, uh, is something that should be re- you should um, react to very quickly. And if you're around someone and, and they're talking funny or uh, 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 having problems, uh, uh, moving extremities or feeling numbness, you call 911 right away. Don't even guess about it. Call 911 right away. What the EMT will do, they come out and they're they're, they're prepared to um, start um, managing the patient's care on the way to the hospital. And a lot of times they call in and the doctors can give them instructions on what to do uh, on the way in, especially if, if, you know, they see that it's a, a very serious matter. They call in and get directions on how to manage the patient's care as they come in but um I'll, uh they, the the uh, the the paramedics will uh assess the situation and get right on it, so you really need to call nine one one I'd rather call nine one one and it was nothing. You know, serious than to not call it at all because if it's a serious, if it's a stroke, there's going to be repercussions behind that. So it's better to just do. if you think it's a stroke, call 911. If you have no symptoms, call 911. And most of the time, if you're feeling that way, it is something serious going on because that's the body letting you know something is going wrong. That's not a normal uh, situation that you're experiencing. And so it's best to call 911.
1: Okay, well, let me ask you this, and then I'm gonna open it up for anybody who's listening that would like to ask you a question. But uh, what uh, effect does aspirin have on a heart attack or a stroke? I've I've read somewhere that uh, that regimen of taking an aspirin a day prevents uh, heart attacks and strokes. Is there truth to that, or do they want you to do that just to keep your blood thin? Or how does that work?
0: Well, see, the aspirin is what we call an um, anticoagulant. It is a blood thinner. It okay. thins the blood. And um, uh, with um heart attack, uh, uh, and with the heart being involved, a lot of times, and it's different types of uh, fibrillations and stuff like that that the heart can do. It, it, I'll say it in a simple way like this. The heart is not pumping like it should, and sometimes... Uh, when it 's not um, pumping like it should, or if it's in like in a low quiver state, if the blood stand still, it can form a clot. so if you have an aspirin, it helps thin the blood to prevent the forming of the clot so um, uh, that's why they say that aspirin really works in 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 the uh, to help prevent a heart attack. Now, I tell anybody before they start on the aspirin regimen. Some people take aspirins every day, and that's okay if your doctor says it's okay. Um, but you should always check with your doctor before you start an aspirin regimen. And also remember that aspirin is very sensitive to the stomach. And uh, if you're going to take aspirin, they have what called call the little coated aspirin, that esoteric coated aspirin that you can take so that it's not so rough on the stomach and then you should also have a little food on your stomach when you take the aspirin as well, too, because you can end up with a bad ulcer or something behind an aspirin.
1: Take it on an empty stomach, huh? Yeah, yeah. You don't. You
0: never want to take an aspirin
1: on an empty stomach. Okay. Well, wonderful. Thank you for that information. Now I'm going to open it up to the listening audience. Is there anybody that would like to ask Mary a question? about anything that she said, or do you have a comment or um, information to share also?
2: This is Beverly. Um, When she was talking about the strokes, um, when I had mine in 2012, um, it was just like she was saying, when I got to work, I just started, on the way to work, I just started feeling bad, feeling a little odd. I'd had a pain in my head on the way to work, and by the time I got to work, I just was really feeling really out of it, and um, just like the uh, mother of cray said, you have to really pay attention to what your body's saying. And so when I got to work, I just really couldn't um, move around and couldn't um, concentrate. And I told one of my coworkers I just wasn't feeling good; something wasn't right. And so they called nine one one, and nine one one did something in the. When we got downstairs, and um, when I got to the hospital, they uh, brought me in, and they took me in some room real quick and did some type of uh, testing, and when we got back to the um, emergency room, uh, they told me that I was having a stroke, and I'm like, well, when am I having it, and they said, well, you're having it now. So they gave me a whole bunch of medication to stop the stroke. And it was like they were sitting there just watching you, just watching me the whole time. And um, so you really do have to pay attention to what your body is saying. And you really, like Mother of said, you really can't go home and say that you're going to take some other medicine or something. It's really best to go to the hospital because had I just not told him I didn't feel good and came on back home, I would have had a, a massive stroke. And so after I had the stroke, my neurologist put me on, um, I take two blood thinners. I take the aspirin and I take products to keep from having mm-hmm. a stroke or a heart attack. But uh, like mm-hmm. you said, you you can't go and and do your home remedies, you really, when you start feeling your blood pressure real high, mine has been high a few times, and I've just, you know, gone to the emergency rooms to let them bring it back down. But it's really Mm -hmm. not a good idea to try and take care of that yourself. It's really a good idea to go to the hospital. I just um, uh, happened to go, kept on going to work because when I had the headache, I just... I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know if I was having a TIA, which I've had a number of these TIAs. And I sometimes I can tell now when I've had one. But that time I didn't know what was going on, and they kept saying my speech was slurred and um, different things. And so when I got there, they told me I was in the middle, of, it, and I could feel certain things from the stroke, from the TIAs. Sometimes my mouth would turn up. Now, and sometimes I have problems with my speech as a result of it, uh, and I can kind of tell when I'm having those problems, but um, I'm like Mother of and I, I will tell you it's a really good idea to go to the doctor. It's not a good idea to ignore it when you start feeling yourself feeling bad, and it's not good to take home remedies. It's the best thing is to go to the hospital because you you really don't know what's going on with your body, and you don't know what stage you're at. If you're if you're full blown into the stroke or it's just starting. When I got to the emergency room, they said I was having one. I didn't tell the, I couldn't tell the difference. I know that my head just didn't feel good, and I felt a little bit odd. by the time my husband got there, he said that my speech was slurred and my mouth was turned up, and uh, so. You know, it's really not a good idea to try and self-medicate. It's a good idea to just go to the doctor, go to the emergency room, find out what's going on. Because had I just decided to, you know, come on back home and stuff. I might not be here, but I went on to work, and they called the ambulance and shot me over to Baylor. So um, please listen and take heed because having a stroke and, um, your blood pressure for risk of heart attacks, those are not anything to play with uh, because your body will just um, be doing things, and if you're not paying attention to it or you just dismiss it and go on about your business, um, that's not a real good thing because you really don't have any control at that time. I, I mean, I didn't have any control to do anything. All I could do was sit there and wait for somebody to come and do something for me because, I really couldn't do anything at that point. It's just gotten to the point in my head just was uh, swimming and everything. So, you know, please take uh, all this stuff to heart because it really, really is important that we take care of ourselves and that we go to the doctor when it's important to go to the doctor mm-hmm. and don't and don't replace something else with your life with your health insurance. I I know some people that are canceled their health insurance because they wanted to buy the car. They wanted to buy that. All those material things are are nice, but there is nothing if you don't have your good health. So, you know, don't cancel your health insurance because you can't afford it. You can't afford not to have it. So um, please pay attention and and do what the doctor was saying and what the nurses are saying because it's real, real important that you you do what they say. and, And, uh, I take so much medicine, I, I get tired of taking medicine, but I might take a day or so and just not take it because I'm just really getting tired of taking about 15 or 20 pills. But then I'll come back and like, okay, i got to take these pills, you know, so that I don't have any other problems. So um, I encourage anyone that's listening to please pay attention to what Mother McCray is saying. She's a, a registered nurse. She knows what she's doing, and... um. She's just really giving us good medical advice and I thank her for
1: it. Man. Uh before I turn this pleasure. over to our um, co host to tell us about uh breast cancer awareness, I wanted to elaborate uh, uh, LaShonda, um Yes. LaShonda,
0: Can I yes. add one other thing that I want to bring yes. up uh, before we transfer over? And um okay. it's one uh, I wanted to talk about uh vaccines. Go ahead. Uh, We don't take our vaccines as we should. And I want the audience to hear that because um, I did a a little um, For Your Health at the church, and I asked different ones to raise their hands uh, if they had taken various vaccines. And... um, So many of the illnesses that we uh, come in contact with, we can fight off by taking the vaccine. Uh, For those of you that may be diabetic, the CDC recommends uh, the pneumonia vaccine. Uh, When I was doing my four-year health at church, it was uh, quite a, a couple of people there that were diabetics but had never had their pneumonia vaccine. If when you're 65 years and older, most insurances will cover it with no, they will cover it 100% uh, for you. You need to check with your insurance to make sure. But when I turned 65, I well, even before I turned 65, when the vaccine first came out, I heard about it and I paid for it because I've, I've seen people get sick and die behind pneumonia. And so, I want to encourage everyone to take your vaccines, uh that pneumonia vaccine. It's uh, recommended by CDC uh, if you are in a high-risk group, diabetic, uh, heart problems, uh, COPD, which is a lung di- uh, problem, lung disease, uh, asthma, any type of immunity uh, uh problems, like if you've had any type of cancer or treatments for cancer, where your immune system is low, HIV, you need to have that pneumonia vaccine because you're in that high-risk group. Um, Also, there's another vaccine that we overlook a lot, and and that's for the uh, uh, people that are 65 years or older. It's called uh, Zostavax, and and the, the late term for it is the shingles vaccine. Now, shingles is very... Very, very painful. I had um, my sister had an attack from that, and she says, "Oh, she was saying it's worse than you said it was." But see, if you're vaccinated, and if you've had chickenpox as a child, that that uh, virus is laying dormant in your body, and as you get older, uh, it it comes out as shingles, and and, and boy, they say, I haven't experienced it, but I've seen patients that have experienced it, and I've known relatives that have gone through it. And they said it is very, very painful. I had a lady come in today, and I gave her uh, her vaccine. And so uh, just remember that when you're 65 or older, most insurances will cover that. So uh, And I'm not going to check up all the time, but think about that pneumonia vaccine, think about the shingles vaccine, also, there's uh, another vaccine called Tdap, tetanus, diphtheria, and pertussis. Uh, Want to take that? That pertussis can be, it's, it's, it's not hard. You know, if the adults uh, have pertussis, they get that. They'll do pretty good, but children die behind that. So you protect yourself so that you, uh, you take the vaccine so you can help protect your children. Young children die. We have a crisis It was an epidemic last year in in the North Texas area with with that whooping cough. So um, one day I'll come back and we'll go over the various vaccines and and, and what they're for and how helpful they are. But remember, when you go to the doctor, ask them about the vaccines that are available because you want to to protect yourself uh, as much as you can. And this is the flu season, you all. So go on and get your flu vaccine. Most people say, well, if... uh, I'm afraid it's going to give me the flu. No, it's a dead virus. It's not going to give you the flu. It's going to help your body build up antibodies so that when you're exposed to that flu virus, you can the body can fight it off. Once you take that vaccine, it takes about 10 days for it to fully cover you. I tell my patients, I told my patients today, I'm giving you the flu vaccine, but don't go around anybody that has the flu. If John has the flu, don't go around him because it takes 10 days for this vaccine to fully cover you. So um, there's a lot of vaccines out there that will help us, and we'll talk about it. But I just want to kind of throw that out real quick to the audience. Uh, when you go in to see your doctor, ask them about the vaccines that are available, and especially for that pneumonia vaccine, and uh, you want to think about your Tdap vaccine, and also for those that are 65 or older, don't forget about the Zostavax, which is a shingles vaccine.
1: Wonderful, thank you so much. I think I've had that uh pneumonia vaccine and my just got my uh, flu shot last week and i I try to stay covered and i'm not sixty five yeah. yet but I'm trying to get there <laughs> yeah, okay i'm, I'm going I'm gonna cover me Uh, because i want to be here for a while so thank you mother for that information and we're going to have you come back um at a later date and give us some more information about the vaccines and their coverage and um talk some more about the things that the women um in general are health issues that they have primarily besides the heart attack and the stroke and um just get some more good, good information from you. We do appreciate you. Well, I'm going to ask that you stay on the line for, um, for a few minutes in case uh, uh, Pastor Henderson um, has to leave us. But, Pastor Henderson, would you go ahead and say hello and uh, tell us a little bit about um, Ashes to Beauty and the Breast Cancer Awareness um, Month? Yes, ma'am. Hello again, listening audience.
0: Ashes of Beauty uh, was birthed, were conceived in '07, and it was birthed August 8, 2008. It first started out as a fellowship of women, and we still do that today, but about three years ago, God revamped it to become a supportive service to breast cancer patients and survivors where we would have four major fundraisers a year to help raise funds to help them, whether it be with copay gas, groceries, electric bill, back to school supplies for their children that are going through that at the time. Uh because when I was going through I found out I quickly found out that there were no supportive services, especially if you felt in a particular income bracket. So with that being said, I lost my apartment. Lost my, I mean, I lost everything except my job, thank God. But I had my daughter and my my son-in-law. I was able to move with them, but everybody's not able to move with someone. So we have encountered patients and the children living in their cars. I mean, it, it's very, very expensive. Um, there's nothing economical about it with insurance or without Um Everybody's situation is very, very different, but that's what Ashes the Beauty does. Uh, as far as awareness is concerned, it is important that we have our yearly mammograms. Now, to be honest, ladies... I actually feel like a hypocrite on tonight. I actually feel very unworthy to even be (laughs) discussing the awareness on the phone because I've yet to have have had mine for this year. But trust me, it will be done before this year is out. Uh, It is a disease that they tell you, whatever you do, don't eat a lot of sugar. Don't drink a lot of soda. Drink as much water as you can, and raw vegetable, raw raw, live vegetables, and that's what you find in the produce section. And you definitely want to eat a lot of green leafy vegetables: broccoli, spinach, um, Brussels sprouts, uh, asparagus, uh, you know, celery, you know, those types of things because they have the fighting. Uh, fighting uh, biotics in them to fight off those cells from growing. So the less sugar and the more raw veggies, a good diet, low workout, and more water takes you a long way. Uh, As you all know, you can do self-examination in the shower by putting your hand behind your head
2: and rubbing
0: in a circle of motion and pressing and vice versa on the other side within the shower and laying down but I find that I think it's better in the shower because it's when your body is most relaxed um, I love hearing Mother McCrary because she don't know how well she blessed me on last year when we partnered together to do this on last year I said remember your prayer mother and uh okay. <laughs> I still remember the prayer and how powerful it was from last year even to this year. So I thank God to be here yes. another year.
2: Yes. And I'll, bless
0: you. man. I just say God bless you. Amen. And women it is so important. What's causing it to be so rapid, even in younger ages, I don't know. I, I can't tell you. A lot of times the doctors are saying the foods that we eat, uh, processed foods, uh, once you've been diagnosed and have come through, such as, as God has done for myself, they don't want you to eat fast food, processed food processed cheese and that's just like saying, Well God, what can I have? You know. <laughs> and so it, it it can be very strict, but it's for our good. So out of honesty I can tell you I can stand to lose about twenty to thirty pounds right now and that's where Mother McCray is gonna help me out at.
2: And
0: <laughs> uh <laughs> 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 It's everything Mother McCrary was saying, even with the different experiences that she shared with family as well as from the hospital as well as from her profession. It's the same thing even with taking care of our bodies to fight off any sickness or disease. A good, strong immune system is very, very good. And it's very, very important. And I was glad to hear about the vaccine. I knew about the and I knew about the pneumonia But I didn't know about the others that you had begun to name So I do pray that our host, Miss Lewis, would have you back to share those Or if she prefers to do them tonight, is is fine with me Because that was very interesting Because I was not aware of
1: the others
0: well oh, okay. Okay. Right. So we
1: can we can uh do that on a uh, another show uh with, so that we can get in real good detail about them because uh our hour is winding down and I'm sure mother would like to be to do a little bit more um expounding on it and have another time to do that. So we'll ask her to come back uh, Mm -hmm. in the very near future and uh, she can just expound on all of those vaccines for us so that we'll Mm -hmm. all be aware. But um, I thank you ladies and uh, I wanted to ask one question to either of you about vitamins before we go into uh, our announcements. I wanted to ask what crucial role do vitamins play um, the oral or the liquid Uh, mother do you have any uh, comment on that
0: well you know what uh, vitamins kind of supplement when we don't eat well I've heard many doctors say that if you have a balanced diet then you don't really need to take vitamins now I take vitamins I take um vitamin E. I, I do um, I multiple vitamins and uh, I think the women should take the calcium. Now, uh, okay. yeah, there's been a controversy about the calcium because remember they used to tell us to take um, a calcium twice at 600, calcium with D twice a day. Then okay. research came out showing that uh, uh, some some had controversies and well, it's it causes heart problems, and if you take it twice a day. But I I, I take the calcium, but I take it once a day because there's still in controversy in talking about it. But I, I take the calcium because it helps us to, uh, you know, your bones to be stronger. As women, as we get older and we don't produce the estrogen and all that, you know, you, when you're young, and your bones begin to get brittle, and one of the things, and especially with seniors, 60 and above, it's fall, and a fall could change your whole life, and so it's good to, um, to have, you know, strong bones. Uh, you can get strong bones also by going to the gym and working out, you know, you don't have to just. Rip and run, but there are uh, exercises that you can do that will strengthen your muscles, and and so it's it, it's just a lot of things that you can do that will help uh, your your bone frame. And uh, okay. but at the question that you asked about vitamins, if you are not eating well and uh, you don't have a balanced diet, I think it's best to you know. Uh, my personal opinion is that the vitamins. Uh, would help. It's a supplement. It's what it is. Vitamins are supplements. They supplement for what you don't take in uh, in your diet. Uh, but, uh, you know, you know how I am, Lashon. I changed my eating habits a, a long, uh, mm-hmm. some years back. But I eat a lot of vegetables and I okay. eat a lot of fruit. And I even eat fruit for breakfast. I'll sometimes have an apple with my breakfast. If I have cereal, I have an apple or I'll have a slice orange. uh, uh, And um, I have vegetables, sometimes vegetables for lunch. I've learned to love uh, fruit. To me, I would rather eat a nice, cold, chilled apple than to eat a candy bar. But this is this is a taste that I meant to acquire because I I started gradually changing my eating habits and now I really enjoy. I when I go shopping, I'm looking for a sweet apple, and so okay. and it's high in fiber, uh, uh, vegetables and stuff like that. It's high in fiber, and so and, and when you get older, that helps you. Uh, it keeps you full, but then it helps with the constipation. All so nice. uh, vitamins. Um, You know, I guess it's what doctor you talk to, but I've heard a lot of them say if you're eating right, because vitamins are supplements, you don't have to supplement because you're getting what you need.
1: Okay. Well, one more question I wanted to ask about the multivitamin versus uh, taking that uh, vitamin D supplement that you said that you're taking. It's not covered in the multivitamin? Now, there is, if you read the label, ladies, this is, and if all the ladies in the audience,
0: I want to encourage you to be a label reader. That's what I am. I'm a label reader. And let me tell you about labels. Um, our Congress passed that law so that uh, the consumer would be a, um, uh, empowered and aware of what products that they are purchasing. So on our foods, you see labels. On our medicines, you see labels. Everything is labeled. Even before I buy foods, now I read the label because it's by law. It has to tell us what it has in it. And so if you read your labels on the multivitamins, you're going to see that there is vitamin D in there, but it's a low percentage of vitamin D. And so now vitamin D-600 with, uh, I mean, vitamin, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, calcium C. I'm saying it wrong. Calcium C, calcium 600 with D is uh, uh, for the bones. If you read your multiple vitamin label, it's going to have the calcium in there, but it's not going to be the strength that the individual tablet would be. Does that make sense?
1: Makes sense? So it might not be enough yeah. to cover what we need. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. that's that's what I was Absolutely. trying to uh, find out because I probably I want to make my bones strong, so I might have to go out and do that one. <laughs> but I thank yeah. you so much. And you ladies. want to talk to your doctor about it.
0: Talk to your doctor about it, and he can best advise you.
1: And also, when
0: you uh, get to be a certain age, you need to be. Uh, you you can have your bones evaluated, and insurances will cover this, especially at a uh, certain age group a uh, bone density. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if any of the ladies in the audience have had a bone density done.
1: The bone I had density one done a at of your years bones and less...
0: I'm sorry.
1: I say I had one done a couple of years ago. I think it's time for the, another one yeah okay,
0: and, and and from that, that bone density can uh, your doctor can come up with a plan of uh, 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 how much uh, you need to be taking as far as calcium, and then there are other always so many treatments that that are on the market now, and in, uh, treatment plans that they do to help strengthen your bones. they can come up with a regimen for you. But we want to have strong bones. We don't want to be our bones to be brittle, and when you fall, you break it up. You wanna you wanna live that best life that you can live, and God has given us the power to do so. The Word of God tells us that my people perish for lack of knowledge.
1: Lack of knowledge. Yes, ma'am.
0: And so God wants yes. us to be knowledgeable and live a good life.
1: Amen. Well, thank you so much tonight for joining us, ladies. And um, Pastor Henderson and Mother McCray, I'm going to go ahead because I've been trying to keep from saying it all
2: night. <laughs> thank you
1: so much for sharing that information with us. And uh, is there any more questions or comments or information any of our listeners would like to share with us or ask before? I have an announcement that I need to make. Um before I do this announcement. Any questions, comments? I would just or like sir? to say to
0: uh I would just like to say to uh, uh, Pastor Henderson that uh, I, I I think the, the ministry that God has given you is a a, a a wonderful ministry. Uh I've seen so many women that have gone through breast cancer and it is it is it is um it pulls at your very soul, and uh it uh, and to to have a support group of someone where you uh can meet with like minded women, especially praying women women of faith, that's a powerful, powerful uh situation, so God has given you a powerful call, and I just want to encourage you to just- you know I know you get weary sometimes, but uh I hear in my spirit it you know uh that not to grow weary and well-doing, for so you'll reap if you faint not. So just I want to encourage you to keep on
1: pressing toward the mark. Mm-hmm.
0: Amen. And thank you, amen. Brother. Amen. Yes,
1: thank you. All right. Well, I want to let the listening audience know, first of all, I want to give thanks to God. To my sister Beverly Beasley and uh, my pastor mentor Henderson for such a and mother was there on Saturday. We had a glorious, glorious time in the Lord at our first women's empowerment conference. God came in the place; He showed up, and He had the speakers were just phenomenal. Uh, they gave us information on what a woman is and her femininity and yes. what her worth is and just, just just blessed us, telling us what we are supposed to be and how we are supposed to live our life. I just thank God for everybody that was mm-hmm. present. I thank yes. God for my speakers. I thank God for mm-hmm. just the whole event, and I thank God for giving Beverly the vision to have such an event for the women of Dallas. Uh, The turnout was phenomenal. Um, We had good food, we had good fellowship, and we just had a good time in the Lord. So I want to thank uh, our listening audience, those that were there, the the, uh, participants of the uh, show tonight that were there. And I tell you when uh, Pastor Henderson about that, Y'all missed it because she brought it. (laughs) She (laughs) should have been there. (laughs) God just opened up his mouth. She opened her mouth and God came through. Okay? If y'all did something. But it was wonderful. And
2: uh, Mm -hmm. I want to
1: do an announcement for DFW City Women, Transformation Through Community Service. That would be Minister uh, Carletta Govan, who was there speaking about femininity and the butterflies and the fluttering. Boy, (laughs) I (laughs) tell you? (laughs) That one. Uh, They are going to have, she does a, Radio show on FaceTime on Monday nights from 6 to 7. Um, It's the uh, radio show you have to download, tune in, and uh, do uh, FaceTime. And her show is called Flutter Talk. But uh, her group of women, Community Services, will be having... um, a conference, the Renewed Life Church presents its first annual Perfect Love Conference, uh, DFW 2014. Uh, It will be held November the 14th through the 15th, 2014. And it's looking beneath the surface of human trafficking and into the heart of God. Uh, We have an advocate that works with... um, Minister Govan, that does um, talk about and researches trafficking, slave trafficking for the um, people and... Uh, it says child trafficking, child pornography, and international sex tourism now generates an estimated $48 billion a year worldwide, more money than the worth of Microsoft and Google combined. Texas is considered one of the epicenters with the I-10 corridor, one of the most heavily traveled thoroughfare for both penetrators and victims of international human trafficking. In this day and age, our children are being sold into slavery while we look the other way. The Perfect Love 2014 DFW Conference was developed to be a unique experience for um, those unfamiliar with human trafficking as well as fresh perspective for those immersed in the battle. The conference will develop a unified, focused, and effective approach to address the issues of these, those at risk, current victims, survivors, as well as penetrators of human trafficking in North Texas. Please try, join this conference. So if you need further information, you can call me at 214-505-3447 and I'll be more than happy to give you the information, the date and the time and the location of the conference, but she asked that we get out the word tonight. Again, the conference is going to be um November 14th through the 15th, and it will be held, I believe, in Fort Worth. And also she will be having on November the 1st the DFW City Women Network Luncheon at 3500 Noble, Fort Worth, Texas, 76111. And uh, we attended uh, last month, and it was a uh, very informational uh, conf, uh, meeting, network lunching, and you get your network with the different organizations and 501c's to find out what is going on in both Dallas and Fort Worth uh, um, in reference to helping women and uh, providing resources for them. So if you're available for that on November the 1st, come on out and join us. We have partnered with them. Therefore, we will be at the meeting, Beverly. I'm going to remind you this week. It is because it's Saturday, okay? What but day if is It's Saturday. From okay, T-12. I will be is out there, of commission.
2: Now. Huh? I will be out of commission.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go, and okay, okay. I I will represent us on Saturday then. But um, from uh, 10 to 12, there will be the meeting, and then from 12 to 1, they will have service lunch as before. So any of you that want information about the different organizations that are happening around Dallas and um, you want resources on how to do different uh, things to help uh, your sisters in Christ, uh, please join me as we travel to Fort Worth. But also I want to remind our listeners Artists to join um, Brother Lewis, Minister Joel Lewis on Saturday mornings from 8 to 9 a.m. for free on the inside. It is a um, talk show where he talks to men and used about various different um, issues and gives out great information, and each week he has a different person on sharing uh, the love and knowledge of God. So those that are available from 8 to 9 a.m. on Saturday mornings, join us for free on the inside. Also I wanted to tell the listening audience on tomorrow night from eight to nine PM on the same station. Uh WWW Blog Talk Radio forward slash Granny's Place join us for Mojo Blog Talk Radio show. This is a show that tells uh we're talking about relationships and marriage and uh, any questions you might have about your relationships or your, or your marriage. Um tomorrow night the topic will be um baby mama drama, which is seems to be gonna be a very good topic for um uh, Mojo which is Monette Liggs and her husband John Liggs will be hosting. So, uh I'm gonna ask um mother, okay. would you go ahead and pray yes. us out? Thank you. Okay.
0: Okay, all right. Well, I just want to uh, thank everyone for listening tonight, and I believe that this was uh, preordained by God. And Amen. we hope and pray that someone heard something today that would encourage them on their way. And I just want to let you know that your body is the temple where the Holy Spirit dwells. God gave you this, this body. And we should take care of it, amen We should amen. honor him in our, With our lives And even in our body And everything we do We should honor God And so we're going to thank him tonight For tonight, Father We just thank you today
2: thank Oh, you, we
0: praise you And we glorify you There's nobody like Elohim Oh, there's nobody like Jehovah There's yes. nobody like the great I Am You are yes. our God from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God, and so Father, we thank you that you ordained this time. We believe that you ordained this time, and so Father, we pray that you would that you would bless the listeners, you know the needs of the people, God, and we pray for health, wellness, spiritual growth God. In the name of Jesus Amen. Now Father as we pray tonight We pray for the pioneers in this program We hold up a chandra tonight God We ask that you would give us strength for the journey yes. Yes. The Bible says Your word tells us he gives strength To them that have no might And so God They that wait upon the Lord She shall renew that strength. And so, God, we pray that you would breathe on her and help her, Father. But she's trusting trusting you, waiting on you, and she wants to walk in your path. So, God, help today in the name of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Father, we pray today, we pray for Sister Beverly. God, we pray that you would breathe on her, that you would help her, God. And, Father, we ask that you would just bless her going out and bless her coming in, God. And help us not to grow weary and well doing, God. We pray for Sister for Pastor Henderson today, God. And we pray for strength for the journey, God. Help us not to grow weary and well doing, God. Because the the journey sometimes get weary. You, you get weary, but God, we trust you to be our strength. Yes, dear. And so, Father, we just thank you. We thank you for your Son Jesus. We thank you for the blood that was shed on Calvary. And so, God, we just praise you, and we say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, we just thank you tonight. And so, Father, we pray that you would bless all the listeners, remember these sisters, and give them sweet sleep tonight. Yes,
2: God.
0: And that we might wake up rejoicing. In Jesus' name
2: we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Thank, God. Thank Amen. you, ladies. God bless you. Everybody have a good rest of the week, and be blessed, and talk to the Lord every morning. Amen? Amen. All
2: right.
0: Amen.
1: Amen. Good night. Thank you God bless Good night.